Aleluya. 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 Well, church, those songs, um, the last two, prayer for me. Rain. Let it rain down on us. What? Rain? Are we farmers? No. Uh, Holy Spirit, God, Your presence, let it rain down on us. Right now, even now, as we're gathered in the name of Jesus, this is an awesome celebration that we have. We're in the presence of the Lord right now. Amen. Amen. And I want to assure anybody and everybody who's placed a prayer card, on Wednesday we prayed. We prayed. We prayed. There have been many prayer cards that have been in there. There were a couple of fresh ones. We've prayed. We're going to continue to pray. But I want to encourage you in this moment, if there's something on your mind or on your heart, if you have a need... But if you have someone who in your atmosphere who has a need, let's go to him in prayer. I, just before I came here, I, I, got, I phone calls. And so I want to make sure that we together, not me, we together, bring it before the, boldly before the throne of grace. Amen. Amen. So here we are, Lord, in your presence in the name of Jesus. 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 No other name. No other way. Hallelujah. You are our peace. You are our everything. Everything that we have, holy. Everything that we have, good. Everything that we have is from You. Lord, with all of the blessing and all of the the many things that You've provided for us, here we stand because You've told us if we have need to ask. you told us what we ask for when we pray, when we believe we receive. Lord, in this moment, we're asking for many things. As you know, Lord, there are many requests still in this bowl that may have not been realized yet. Lord, maybe you've already answered. I pray, Lord, that the receivers would realize the answer. In your name, Jesus. But Lord, even now, as we have more requests, Lord, I I lift up Lamont's family to you right now, his mom, his dad, who have COVID. Father, I pray that you would give them spiritual healing. You know where they are in their walk with You, Lord. So I pray first of all, Lord, that all is well with their soul. Lord, that You provide spiritual healing and then give them healing in their body. Lord, if this, if this causes them to cry out to You in the name of Jesus in a real way, then to You be the glory. Hallelujah. Father, also in that same family, the loss of a loved one, We lift that to You now, Lord. And now, Father, even now, You know the condition of the heart when it left this planet. Lord, in Jesus' name, we can only hope for the best. Lord, however, for those who are left behind and those of us who realize, Lord, that there is a hope beyond this realm. There is an everlasting hope in Christ Jesus. Lord, let us be more serious than we've ever been about it. Let us be more intent on being fulfilling the ministry of reconciliation that You've given to us. Lord, in Jesus' name, for all of the needs, for all of the hearts, for all of the thoughts, all of the things that You've placed on us, in Jesus' name, for the healings, Lord. For the physical healings. Father, for the lost souls. 
Father, for our young, for our children, that they're protected, that they don't believe the lies. Lord God, for the financial needs. Lord God, but most of all, Lord, please help us to be more like Jesus. And it's in His great name that we make these petitions known to You. Amen? And amen. You may be seated. God bless you. Well, last week we started a study, um, and it was obviously Matthew chapter 5, the Beatitudes, the, the, uh, ble- the blessed life. Now, my brothers and sisters, uh, you could turn there, but we're going to be in and out, um, Matthew chapter 5. So remember that word blessed, I, I put it up on the board for you last week, and uh, it, well-defined blessed. Margarios, supremely blessed. And that word, B-L-E-S-T, if you'll remember from last week, that's an archaic and ancient word, but that really is where we get the word blessed, B-L-E-S-S-E-D from. Uh, fortunate, well-off. My brothers and sisters, and if you'll remember last week, that supremely is very well, excellently, to the highest degree, extremely, with the highest rank or authority. My brothers and sisters, we are blessed, or we, we are only blessed. Let me say it that way. We are only blessed when those things that God has ordained to be good, those things that God has ordained to make us happy, that we should be well off. God defines what the blessing is. If you simply, I'll just speak to Tony, if you simply allowed Tony to define what was blessed, I would say my grandchildren, I think, love me, I'm blessed. Is that a blessing? Absolutely. Absolutely. But my brothers and sisters, I have money in the bank. Uh, I'm blessed. Well, yeah, but if that money in the bank is, is really what my center and my focus is on, if I'm depending on that, that could go away now. Then what? Am I still blessed? If I'm blessed of God, yes, then I'm blessed. See, God is the one who defines the blessing to me, to you, to us. Amen? Amen. So I'm going to give you a, a quick summary. Some of us were here last week, and maybe some of us were viewing, some weren't, or listening. But just, and I didn't even do this last week, but I want to do it this week. Just a quick summary. If you look at it with me, in Matthew chapter 5, beginning in verse 3, uh, it'll be up on the board. Uh, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Now look at verse 6 with me, and there's a reason why I have it in yellow. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. They shall be filled. My brothers and sisters, that last one, uh, I think that's where we left off last week. Um, so, so look, the first three verses there, uh, it, it's how I see myself and, and, and my own human nature. See, to me, that's, that's looking at us. How I, for, for example, I, I should see myself compared to God. That's where verse 6, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. There has to be a, some kind of a knowledge of this God that we have that's truly righteous, holy, unsurpassed. He's, he's the ultimate, amen? So in view of that, even, you know, I, I'm poor in spirit, Right? Uh, and we covered that last week. Uh, I mourn. I mourn for the, the condition of the world. The, the world is, is sinful and separated from God. I, I mourn about my own misgivings, my own uh, mis, uh, mis, missed marks that when I've missed the mark and so on and so forth. Or the fact that I don't measure up. Amen. If, you, if you're not born again, but you have this God consciousness, all of a sudden you should have that mourning. Blessed are the meek. Not weak, meek. Right? Come on, quiet, quiet spirit, patient, right? 
So remember, we, we went over those last week, but my brothers and sisters, none of those mean anything unless I truly understand the righteousness of God, unless I truly understand and have some kind of fear of the Lord. I, I really believe that because I could be meek and mild. I, I know a lot of people who are very patient, um, who don't know God. But they're just, in their nature, they're just patient. I don't know, in their upbringing or how, how it came about. Or maybe it's just their God-given spirit that God has a plan for them later on and maybe they're going to you know, come and, and take care of the middle school students in this church and I need some patience. So, so whatever it is, whatever it is, are, are you with me? So, so, so look, I said that kind of funny, but that's the truth. I, I, I believe that there are God-given uh, things that we have spiritually, that we have in our spirit, in our human spirit, our own name, that God has gifted us with. For example, you heard me say dozens of times, I wish I could sing, don't worry, El, I won't sing. Yeah. But, but I wish I could sing. God hadn't given me that gift. But I do believe that many people are gifted with that. How they choose to use it, come on. See, so the same thing, I believe that there are people that have you know, a high degree of intellect who could probably inform me maybe more about uh, things as it relates to God. I don't know, but whatever. So, so there are these things that God gives us as human beings that are, He means to use for His kingdom, for His glory. Amen? So I, I know maybe down a little rabbit trail there, but the whole thing, my brother and sister, has to go back to what, what is my position as it relates to God? Do I absolutely understand that God is all holy, all righteous? He's the He's the supreme. He's the He's 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 what I'm. That's my goal. That's my my spit. That's my mark. And that's where we get to six. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. They should be filled. My goal is I want to be filled. And and we know because we studied last week, but many of us already. We get filled with the Holy Ghost. We get filled with the character of God. We get filled with God Himself. Amen. Hallelujah. So so. So, so that first little group there, that first section, how I see myself and, and you know, my own human nature compared to the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen? So now let's look at this next slide. Again, uh, uh, compared to... Let's go to the next one. Thank you. So now compared to this, again, we've got to go start with six. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. So watch. Again, in light of who He is, in light of His righteousness, now I'm looking at you know, the characteristics that, that I should. These are characteristics of God that I start to listen, realize in my life. See, I start off in a place, but these are the characteristics of God, and these are the things that start to be realized in my life. What are they? Again, I'm merciful. I'm merciful. Is God, mer- is God merciful? Absolutely. Blessed are the pure in heart. Is God pure? Yeah. See, and this also speaks to, look, being pure in heart, we'll get there, we'll break it down a little bit more, but I, just, again, quickly, you know, merciful, it's not just that I forgive somebody. We'll, we'll study that a little bit deeper too. It's not just that I forgive somebody, it's that I, I, I have compassion toward them. There's something else, there's more to it than just feeling sorry for someone. Amen? So, pure in heart, this speaks to, listen, my, my motivations, the, thing, the, the things that I do, you know, do they come from a pure heart? Or is there a motive behind it that not necessarily is pure? You know, many people are very good at manipulation. And they could, you know, act like they're meaning you well, but in fact they're meaning themselves well. And so God Himself said, Jesus, you know, your Father, you, you honor me with your lips, 
but your hearts are far from me. Didn't Jesus say that? That you're like your fathers were. This is what the prophet said. You honor me with your lips, but your heart are far from me. And so you could even do that with some of your actions and activities. But what he's saying is, what is the heart like? Blessed are the pure in heart. Amen? Amen. Blessed are... Oh, by the way, it also doesn't it say this? Uh, without holiness, no one should see God. Isn't that Hebrews? Without holiness, nobody sees God. What is that holy? That holiness is not, not just speaking of me doing some ceremonial religious acts. I go to church on every Sunday. The church doors open. I'm there. Oh, and I even go on Wednesdays. Woo! A double blessing. I'm paying it twice this week. Oh, I'm tithing. every. I put something in the box. No. My brothers and sisters, this speaks to more than that. What, what's, what's really, what, what's, what's in your heart? And blessed are the peacemakers. Wow. But Jesus said that He didn't come. He came to divide. Bless you, sister. God bless you. He came to divide. So how is this? No, 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 no. He's the Prince of Peace. And peace between us and God. Peace between God and man. And we are called to this ministry of reconciliation, my brothers and sisters. Reconciling what? First, we're reconciled back to God. And then we're, listen, we're Jesus. We're the hands and feet of Jesus reconciling the world back to God. Amen? So we're bringing, we're trying to bring peace. We're showing a peace, a, whole, a shalom, a wellness, a wholeness to the world that the world can't understand at the same time, my brothers and sisters, showing and bringing, living the gospel, the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. God doesn't hate you. He loves you. Amen? Hallelujah. So, what we should be, the character, what God is, and what we should be, what we should be getting more and more like in those verses, but again, all in the light of who He is. Amen? So now, uh, this next section here is, uh, again, I, 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 you'll see, uh, if you could put that next one up for me. Thank you. I still started with six. I still left six there, and I left six there again because even this is all in light of who He is. Are you with me? In light of who He is. Verse 10, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil things against you falsely for My sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So my brothers and sisters, this is awesome. So now look, so we see you know, how we see ourselves, you know, where we are and, and what we need to be to receive God. How we see, in light, and then in light of what God is, we hunger and thirst for His righteousness. We receive, we see His characteristics. Those characteristics start becoming ours. As they start becoming ours, and then all of a sudden, we're reviled by the world because the world sees those characteristics in you and me, and we're un- like them, so we start to be reviled by the world. We start to get persecuted by the world. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Has has anyone had anybody speak evil of them? I don't mean because you're a jerk. And that's a theological term. Jerkernitis or something like that in the Greek. That that doesn't mean that... That means, listen, that you truly you're just living for Christ and you don't even know why, but someone just chooses you not to like. Most of the time it's because you're being blessed and they don't understand the blessing. And they're a little bit jealous. They're a little bit jealous. That that sometimes that's a lot of, of the motivation. I'm I'm just being honest. And I and I see a lot of head shaking, so I know that, that you've experienced that. 
I've experienced it. I, I don't think there's a, a Christian who's trying to walk after God who hasn't been blessed by God materially or somehow that they haven't had a relative or someone who lives in their same socioeconomic group look at them and say, oh, you're a sellout or there's something you're doing, right? Come on. And talk bad about you. The very people who, who call me for prayer are the ones that criticize me the most. Now I see some of you do. So look, I'm not unique in that. I'm not saying that here I am, look at me, look at how high and lifted up I am. I'm not saying that. Because it's all of us. All of us who are truly doing everything that's in us to hunger and thirsting after righteousness, taking on the characteristics of God, it's going to become a little bit more difficult as time goes on. And here's, here, here's, here's what it is. The world, this is what the world becomes to us and we become to the world. There are things and aspects of this world that I used to enjoy that I now can't stand. There are th- Come on. There are things that still my flesh every once in a while, I, I just got to fight the flesh and still put it to death. Because it's worldly, it's either... Come on, are, are you with me? I still have to fight these things. Amen? Amen. Come on. Hey, hey, listen. Here we are. If we had night church tonight, no one would be here. It's the truth. There, there may be a couple. Because even when, that's why we canceled night church in the first place. Even when there was no Super Bowl, no one came. And I'm not... Listen, listen to me, please. I'm not trying to be hypercritical. At all. And I'm not saying, if you don't go to church, you're going to hell. I'm not saying that. But if you have an opportunity to gather in the Lord's name and pray with brothers and sisters who are like-minded and like-hearted, or stay at home and watch TV, do do you understand? Come on. And if I'm boring you, I'm very sorry. (laughs) Did the mic pick that one up? (laughs) Catherine must have been... Making Super Bowl meals late last night, but but listen. Nevertheless, they're talking now about you know what. There should be Monday after Super Bowl should be a national holiday. What? Has, has anybody else heard that besides me? Why? Because there's going to be a lot of people calling in sick anyway. There's going to be a lot of people calling in sick. Why? Because oh, there's going to be a lot of hooting and hollering and celebrating. There's going to a lot of be a boo-hoo in the night. Especially if you're a Kansas City fan. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just seeing who was listening. That's all. That's all. No, but do you understand what I'm saying to you, my brothers and sisters, right? This is all part of who we are, where we are, how the world sees us, how we see the world. So now we're going to go back to where we left off last week. And again, that was verse 6. And I'm not trying to beat, beat you over the head with this, but my brothers and sisters, we left off at verse 6. If you would put that next one up, please. And then we're going into verse 7. Thank you very much. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Um, Listen, I I, I want to pause there just a minute. I don't know if I said this last week or not. Listen, if you're hungering and thirsting after righteousness, it doesn't say you might be filled. It says you will be filled. So when God says, when that came out of Jesus' mouth, God in the flesh said, if you're hungering and thirsting after righteousness, you're going to be filled. Make me hungry, Lord. Come on. Make me hungry. I want to be filled with that and I want the rest of the garbage that's in me out. Come on. 
come on. So I got to help. I got to. I got to help and get the garbage out and just be filled with His Word and with His Spirit. You know, God is not going to force Himself on me, and that's why I'm begging Him, make me hungry, make me hungry. Come on, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. My brothers and sisters, uh, that word merciful, L-A-Y-E-M-O-N, compassionate, actively. So I know many of you can look in the Greek and you do word studies as well, so you know that. But then look, and that's from the root word is mercy, uh, to co- watch, compassionate by word, deed, especially by divine grace. So, so, so let's, let's backtrack just a little bit. So, okay, Tony, big deal. What does that mean? Here's what that means. Blessed are the merciful. That means inside you, you have a compassion toward people. It's, again, it's not just forgiving people for when they wrong you or for whatever. No, you see things. You see people that are in need. Listen, not just they need... Uh, no, this is mercy in that they've missed the mark. They've done wrong. They are wrong or they're lost. And you feel a compassion toward them that there's this... And compassion doesn't speak just, again, of a, a sympathetic feeling. You know? I don't want... Uh, I, I don't want to just feel sorry for somebody. I want to be able to help them. And listen, my brothers and sisters, I can't help everybody. God can. So, look, look, as much as it is in me, that's why there are other ministries in this church. That's why... Uh, Terry and Jody, Unity, and Terry and Jody, and, and of course Miss Evie, and many of us are involved, I don't want to miss anybody, so please forgive me, are involved in you know, feeding the homeless and, and doing some of the things. Some of the volunteer work that goes on here, you know, Deacon Steve and, and, and Brother Ray, and, and I, I don't want to miss anybody, Brother Tim, Timotheus, you know, doing some work in the church. I'm not, I, don't, I don't have all of that same talent, but I want to provide and, and we're going to facilitate as a group, whether it be financial or whether we just our presence are there. If you need me to, to be someplace, if you're, uh, you, know, you want your pastor there or you want your pastors there, I mean, we're going to be there. Are you feeling me? Yeah. We're going to actively do something. I haven't been to Africa. I've been invited, but we all have been in Africa. If you've given to this ministry, you've been to Africa. Hi, how in your offerings and in your tithes, we've bought many solar Bibles. Brother Chuck, oh, come on. Don't you remember Brother Chuck? We've given so much. How about, I've never been to the Dominican Republic, but man, let's keep praying for Pastor Eddie and Sister Wanda as they started that church in the Dominican Republic. But you've been there. We've given some offerings to them to try to help them. My brothers and sisters, you haven't, many of you haven't been in the, the homeless camp that a handful of us have been to and, and sometimes, and, and many of us more than once. But you've been there. How? Because some of your offerings and some of the things that you've done, we've been able to buy things and we've been able to provide. Are you feeling me? See, so compassionate, you know, sometimes you can't, but because you're motivated, man, you could still be involved. Amen. See, many of you don't have, uh, are not, like me, I, I, I can't, I'm, I'm not a youth pastor. I, 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 you know, I can't teach the children. I, it's just not in me, but Michelle can teach the little children. Rachel, my daughter Rachel has a gift. She can teach. She's been a teacher, and she has, but she's gifted to do that. And, and because, my brothers and sisters, I can't or you can't, but we have other people in the church that can. Amen. And because you support that, and because you allow your kids to be there, and because, are you feeling me? See, so, 
my, my brothers and sisters, what I'm trying to say, maybe not as eloquently as I would like to, Holy Spirit, help me, is your compassion doesn't always mean that you have to jump in, although you should. You need to find out what your gift and what your talent is. And if God is motivating you or you know that you have this thing that's active in you, you have a gift, you have a talent for something, why not use it for the kingdom? Blessed are the merciful. Man, I see this person. Um, We have, and and Luke is uh, traveling a lot now, but we do, and we announced it a while ago, but it's been kind of put on hold because of the ins and outs of what's been going on. But we have men of acts. A ministry where if you have a problem at your home, you need some handyman kind of work, you sign up, we have a little form, you sign up, and we'll get, and we'll get going. The church will help you. Why? Because Tony's a handyman? No, because I have other men who are so gifted and so talented. Right? See, but you feel a compassion, so you're willing to give it and support it. Listen, I, I may not know how to you know, put in that electric socket, but if you need somebody there to help you, uh, you know, to hold the ladder when you're doing it, count me in. I'm saying, I, come on. So, blessed are the merciful. But let's speak to something else, my brothers and sisters. I, I, there are so many people, I want to go back just a, a little bit. Some of the people who have done me wrong and then asked for help, can I show them mercy? Yeah. Haven't I done the Lord wrong? Yes, I have. Haven't I done the Lord wrong? Yes, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I've done the Lord wrong. Even when I was dead in my sins and trespasses because of His great love and mercy toward me. Come on. So now who am I? It's difficult. It's hard. It's very difficult. I need the Lord's help. Amen. In light of His righteousness, in light of me living in Christ Jesus. That's the only way that I have that ability where I want to be moved with compassion on those. How about those people who have no idea, who have no clue? They're just absolute sinners. Can I have mercy enough on them? How about the ones who are say that they're born again or they profess Christ, but they're constantly living a separated life. Let's say it that way. Come on, can I have mercy? Are you with me? You know, can I have mercy on those who say they love me the most and hurt me the most? Can I have mercy? That all has to be from God. We have... You know, for us, I mean, it's easy. We have the primary example, okay? And remember the definition. Let me go back to it. Go ahead, put that last slide back up. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Look, the compassion from verse 7, that merciful and mercy, it's compassionate. It's by word or deed. There's an action or an activity that's taken place. Again, it's not just feeling sorry and wanting to do something. It's literally doing something. Jesus said this, right? They're crucifying. They're literally, they've tortured Him. They're nailing Him to a cross. And He says, Father, forgive them. For they don't know what they're doing. He didn't say, I forgive you guys for killing me. No, He's saying, Father, forgive them. He's interceding for them. Do you understand that? Hallelujah. It didn't hit me like a ton of bricks until this morning when I'm looking at it. He's not just saying, I forgive you. He's saying, Father, He's interceding for the very ones that are killing Him. Can I do that? That's mercy. Hallelujah. Can I do that? 
The ones that have done me wrong. Listen, no one has nailed me to a cross yet. No, come on. But man, I have... Can I do that? Hallelujah. Now I'll tell you, my brothers and sisters, I, 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 I can't remember which day it was. The Lord ministered something to me and I was going to change the message because I thought that the message would be different. But then as I studied and, and really worked this out a little bit, I see something different. We're going to go into the Old Testament. We're going to go into Exodus. Many, much, much of it will be on the board. If you want to, take a note. Uh, look it up later. I'm going to start off in Exodus uh, 17, and then I'm going to Numbers. So I, if you don't want to switch back and forth, I don't want you to miss anything. Just mark it down, and you can check it out later. But there will be some of it up on the board. But I'm going to read a little bit, okay? Because here's, here's what I'm looking at. Again, for me and for many of us who have been in the Lord for at least a little while, and so many of us who have been involved in ministry or, or anything like that, we've, we've done more than just be the... And I, I don't want to... Just the average churchgoer, the average person who is waiting until Jesus comes. Uh, does, I hope that doesn't sound as bad as I, it sounded to me. Just, okay, so just bear, just bear with me if you will. I'm going to be in uh, Exodus 17. I'm going to be in, in verse 1. Then all the congregation of the children of Israel set out on their journey from the wilderness of Zin according to the commandment of the Lord and camped in Raphidim. My brothers and sisters, I, I want to set this up just context because maybe many of you haven't been there lately, but this is already, they've already escaped Egypt. You know, they've already had, they were already backed up to the Red Sea and they were all panicking and everything else. Then God parts the Red Sea, uh, you know, and they get across. They, uh, God covers them with the Red Sea, their enemies that is, and then they're singing and they're dancing and all that. Then every time something bad happens, they look back, I wish we just should have stayed there. We were, we were slaves, but we, you know, we had food and shelter. And this is, uh, I, I, this is further out now. Therefore, the people contended with... Oh wait, but there was no water for the people to drink. So they're camped. They left the, the wilderness. Now they're camped at Rephidim, and there's no water for the people to drink. Verse 2, Therefore the people contended with Moses and said, Give us water that we may drink. So Moses said to them, Why do you contend with me? Why do you tempt the Lord? And the people thirsted there for water, and the people complained against Moses and said, Why is it you brought us out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? (laughs) So look, these are the same people that have already seen miracles of God. Already seen it. Look at verse 4 with me. So Moses cried out to the Lord saying, What shall I do with this this people? They are almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said to Moses, Go on before the people and take with you some of the elders of Israel. Also take in your hand your rod with which you struck the river and go. Behold, I stand before you there on the rock in Oreb, and you shall strike the rock and water will come out of it that the people may drink. How about that? And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel, so he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah because of the contention of the children of Israel and because they tempted the Lord, saying, It is the Lord among us. Is the Lord among us or not? You, you see, see what that, that word, see that way that's phrased? They tempted the Lord. See, they, they contended with Moses, but the Lord sees this as something else. That's so important, my brothers and sisters. So important. My brothers and sisters, again, I, I try to picture these things, uh, but 
it's a little bit harder for someone, I, I think, like myself or maybe like some of you. We've never been, for most of us, we've never gone an extended period of time, I don't believe, without food or water or without shelter. I mean, maybe some of us have had periods in our lives where we've had to do without even the very essentials. That's, that's very possible. But nevertheless, in that situation... These people have already seen the miracles of God. They've already seen some of these. And they've already forgotten. God has shown them something. Amen? Amen. So now watch. 30-something years later, this, some say 35, 38, 30 years later, the children of Israel, the whole congregation, they're back in the wilderness of Zin. Because they're walking in circles. Numbers 20, verse 2. There was no water for the congregation, so they gathered together against Moses and Aaron. And the people contended with Moses and spoke, saying, If only we had died when our brethren died before the Lord. Why have you brought us up the assembly of the Lord into the wilderness, that we and our animals should die here? And why have you made us come up out of Egypt to bring us to this evil place? It is not a place of grain or of figs or of vines or of pomegranates, nor is there any water to drink. Let me pause here for a moment. My brothers and sisters, listen. Again, this was, they've already experienced the manna. They've already experienced so many blessings, so much supernatural activity from God, my brothers and sisters. And now they're in this place and they're still, my brothers and sisters, there's some of them that are saying, some of the loved ones, because they've already been circling, they've already died. You know, maybe we, just, we should have just died like them. Do you, do you see the, the, the selfishness, the... The, the short-sightedness. The, do, you, do, do you see this? And now, not only that, they're taking it out on Moses, but God sees it differently. Hallelujah. So Moses and Aaron, verse 6, went from the presence of the assembly to the door of the tabernacle of meeting, and they fell on their faces, and the glory of the Lord appeared to them. So God filled with His presence. and he, Then the Lord, look at verse 7 with me. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Take the rod, you and your brother Aaron, gather the congregation together, speak to the rock before their eyes, and it will yield its water. Thus you shall bring water for them out of the rock and give drink to the congregation and their animals. So again, same thing, same time, same area, same place. Now you speak to the rock. And Moses, verse 9, So Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he commanded him. And Moses, verse 10, look at it with me. And Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock, and he said to them, Hear now, you rebels. (laughs) See, that's New Jersey rising up in them right there, baby. That's some New Jersey rising up in them. See, See, my brothers and sisters, look. Moses now is frustrated. This is the same Moses who went to bat for them. This is the same Moses who said, who God says, speak face to face to him like a man. Come on. This is an archetype of Jesus. This man said, God, unless you go into the promised land with us, I ain't going. I don't want to go without you. Moses, who wanted more, Lord, show me your glory. I want to see you. Come on. This is that Moses now is so frustrated. I want to say, can anybody relate? Come on. Man, 
It, I'm, I'm, listen, so for, for you young people in here, don't get mad at me. If you've raised teenagers, <laughs> yes and amen. And I'm not trying to besmirch you. Teen, I'm not trying to ridicule the teenagers. You just don't know as much as you think yet. But, but here's the thing, my brothers and sisters. Here's the thing. We all get frustrated. I get frustrated as a leader in the church. It seems like no one can leave here not, you know, without being mad at me. Uh, what I did, I don't know. That's why, listen, I want, to, I, want to, I want you to do me a favor, honestly. This is the human side of Tony. If you have to leave here, just do me a favor. Shoot me a text. You didn't offend me. I left because your preaching is bad. That's better than you offended me. I left because fill in the blank. Or we had to move. It's better than, man, I left. I wonder what I said or I wonder what we did. Did we not provide? Is there something that I need to know? Is there a shortcoming that in this church? Is there a gap that we need to fill? Is there some, should I do, what am I doing wrong? Are, are you with me? Now listen, you would say, well, Tony, if you're being led by the Holy Spirit, then you shouldn't have to worry about any of that. I've had people say that. This is Moses! <laughs> Moses! You read it with me. The New Jersey welled up in him. Just like it's welling up in me right now. My, my brothers and sisters, we're human. Uh, that's no excuse. Please hear my heart. That doesn't mean that I'm going to be settling for all of the faults and the failures that I have made and all the faults and the failures that I still have. No, I'm not satisfied with that. God has called me to something higher. That's what we all are aspiring to. Well, listen, any unrighteousness, anything that's filthy in me, I want it gone. Amen? But the fact of the matter is, I still make a mistake now and again. I got an amen from the sixth row. <laughs> but, 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 but do you hear my heart? No, here's better. Do you hear God's heart? This is Moses. This is Moses. Hallelujah. Hear now, you rebels. Must we bring war for you out of this rock? Then Moses lifted his hand, struck the rock twice with his rod, and water came abundantly, and congregation and their animals drank. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, Because you did not believe me, to hollow me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. Wow. Wow. My brothers and sisters, you know, I, I'm sure many of you have been Christians for a long time, or maybe not so long. You've probably heard so many different messages preached from this text. Many. And there are many points that are, are, are to be made here. But my brothers and sisters, in, in where we are and where I am right now and where we're looking as it relates to being merciful. And see, this is to me something that those of us who have have been in the Lord for a while, or those of us who think we know something, or we have a spiritual acumen, so to speak, and so maybe we're not quite as patient with people like that. I'm going to go back. You don't have to go turn here. Just listen to me. Verse 5 of Numbers 20, Why have you made us come up out of Egypt to bring us to this evil place? It is not a place of grain or figs or vines or of pomegranates. It's not there, there, and there's no water to drink. Watch. You have a people who are God's people. They've already seen the supernatural. But what are they most concerned with? The natural. The natural. 
My brothers and sisters, that is a problem. And it's not, it's not a problem in the world. They do what they do. It's a problem in the church. And so that's why folks like me, you, we, many of us may... Man, that's all, you're, that's all you come to church for is to see what you could get. And I'm not speaking of anybody in here, obviously. But that's all you come to a church event for is to see... Man, we've, we've been in Dade City for 20-something years, 21 years now. And Catherine knows everybody and everybody knows Catherine. But you want to see the times I've had to talk her off the ledge because that person don't need that whenever we have an event. I know that person. They don't need that. Just, come on. All right, let God deal with it. Let God take care of it. She even hollered at one of her own relatives one time or something, wasn't it? Her own mother, she hollered. You don't need that. Blessed are the merciful. Amen. But, but, do you, but do you see, I mean, we're having a little fun with it, but that's the point, my brothers and sisters. When we get to this place and then we see those people that should be at a place, but they're not. And then we get frustrated. And it costs us. Listen, we know Moses wasn't locked out of heaven. Moses did not lose his salvation. He didn't. He was on the Mount of Transfiguration, wasn't he? Yeah. Moses did not lose his salvation over us. Here's what he lost. His blessing, his rest. He did not enter the rest of God. He missed his blessing. He missed his rest. My brothers and sisters, I really believe in my heart. See, you know, unfortunately for Mitch, he had to hang around with his father-in-law yesterday, so he heard part of this message. He's hearing it twice. Sorry, Mitch. But the, the fact of the matter is, my brothers and sisters, when God ministered this to my heart, He was ministering to me. And then when I saw really where we were in this Scripture, I think, no, 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 maybe it's not just me. Maybe we, my brothers and sisters, maybe we, we, because there are many in this room who have been in the Lord for a long time, who have a spiritual acumen. They, they are pastors. And there are many in this room who have been in the Lord long enough where you have had frustration. And many times, it's your own family. They should know better. They should be in a different place. Come on! Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the merciful. They shall receive mercy. See, my brothers and sisters, and here's the other thing, because this has been on my heart for a long time, and I don't know how I've stated it from the pulpit. I really, I made the mistake last week of trying to say, see where I was, and I listened to the message. I said, oh my gosh, no wonder why this church is empty. I can't preach. But listen, my brothers and sisters, it's, this is, I, I'm tired of the church living below the blessing. That doesn't mean that I've suddenly become another, the next Kenny Copeland, name it and claim it. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. But there are things that you should have on the inside of you that keep you fulfilled. There are things that you should have on the inside of you that when the enemy comes a call and you say, go knock on a different door, this one's closed. There are, there are times when, you know, when that depression tries to get on you, when the children are acting a fool, when you can't get along with your spouse, when this is happening, the job, they're crushing you on the job. Um, how am I going to make this deadline? How am I going to meet that bill? And everything seems to be closing in on you all at once. 
And then you have that one that is supposed to be the spiritual giant or that one that you... And that one is the one that's attacking you the most. Well, well, if you had some faith, brother. Anybody ever heard that? Okay, my brothers and sisters, blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the merciful. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Hallelujah. And then we miss out on our blessing because in those moments, and I'm going to tell you, brothers and sisters, I'm not lying to you. This is ministering to me. I've become frustrated with the things of the world. I've become so frustrated at what they're doing to the children. I've become frustrated at the attacks on the church. And my Lord told me they were going to happen. But I'm still frustrated about it. My Lord told me everything that was going to happen. And here I am, listen, in my carnality, in my own human spirit, getting aggravated instead. What's the character of God in me? Listen, here's what I'm going to tell you. That doesn't mean that uh, I'm meek and weak. That doesn't mean I, sit, I take it sitting down. Oh no. You know, I don't take it sitting down. I'm a warrior. And you know what the warrior does first? Jesus, I can't handle this, but you can. You told me that in my weakness, your strength is made perfect. So please, Jesus, make me strong in this moment. Teach me what I need to be taught. Remind me of what I wanted to be reminded of or what I need to be reminded of. And Lord, lead God and direct my steps in this matter. Lord, my wife, my husband, my spouse is having a hard time right now. They don't want to hear from me. Let them hear from you. Lord, my children seem to be so far away. But they're never out of your sight. So Lord, I give them to you again and I ask you to give me wisdom that I may be able to handle this how you want me to handle it. Help me to be merciful. Amen. I want to do that, I mean, first, foremost, every time. Every time. Amen. And then when, listen, and then if the situation calls for me, to get up off my knees and stand up and praise Him, even in the middle of the situation that hasn't turned around yet? Tony, but your wife is still mad at you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. But Tony, you're still sick. Praise Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tony, they're still using you. Easy to say, hard to do. Right? We have to be more determined as a body in encouraging our each other. Let's do this. Let's pray for each other. If you're if you're having a weak moment, if you're in a spot in your life, you shouldn't be embarrassed to come up here, or or gather. Even you're, you don't I mean, talk to each other. You don't have to tell everybody your whole life. Just say, look, I'm having a struggle in this. Can you let's bind up and let's let's touch and agree. One could put a thousand of light to ten thousand of light. If you're just wanting someone to agree with you about your misery, not so much. No, no, no. Listen, I wouldn't. Listen, listen. Hear my heart. I'm not going to criticize you or say, "Oh, buck up." No, no. I'm not saying that. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, look, I'm not going to commiserate with you. What I'm going to do is, I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to have compassion each other. 
I'm not going to say, oh yeah, they're doing you wrong. You know, let's pray the fire down on them or something. No, that's not what this... Come on. That's, that's not... No, no. And see, listen, please, uh, hear my heart. No, what we're called to do is come together. Two cords and a three-cord three rope is not easily broken. See, we're strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. And it's again, my brothers and sisters, there are some of you who, you know, I, I want you, if there was something going on in my life, I want you praying for me. I'm not going to be the proud, no, I'm, uh, everything's fine, everything's good, in the meantime, everything back there is full. No! Pray for one another. Hold each other up. But I, I, I just got to go back. Please, forgive me. There was a word in here and I wanted you to see it. It was rebelled. Oh, it's in Numbers. I apologize. I didn't put it up there. So just hear, hear my heart. I'm going to read to you now from Numbers chapter 27 beginning of verse 12. Now the Lord said to Moses, go up onto this mountain, Abarim. This is when, this is later now. This is later. This is when uh, they're, they're about to go in. They're about to cross over. Moses is coming close to the end of his life. And see the land which I have given to the children of Israel. And when you have seen it, you also shall be gathered to your people as Aaron your brother was gathered. What he's saying is, when you see it, you're going to die. Your, Aaron had already been uh, dead at this point, And his sister Miriam, they're already dead. So what God is saying, after you see this, then you're going to die. You're going to go see your relatives. For in the wilderness of Zin... During the strife of the congregation, you rebelled against my command to hallow me. Did, do, you, do you see it? Did I give that to you? Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallow me at the waters before their eyes. Do you, do you see that? My brothers and sisters, that's strong language. And so the, the, the thing about it is, listen, I don't want, I, I'm concerned with what God sees. When, when, I, when I take some liberties... When I do less than what His Word calls for, God doesn't take lightly to that. Uh, let me say this to you, and please, if I'm getting off subject, just forgive me. Uh, when, when I saw an ad. It's for you. Remember, I was telling you I was trying to find shirts and, and hoodies for my kids and grandkids and stuff. And so I was looking at Christian stuff. So now I'm getting these ads. You know how that goes. So I got an ad, and look at it's for a T-shirt, and it's a picture of what they think Jesus looks like. Excuse me, and it says. Jesus is my homeboy. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. We're laughing. But my brothers and sisters, isn't that what the modern church treats Jesus like? No, he's God. He's not my homeboy. He is God. So is it any wonder where we can make statements and, and we could take the Word of God so lightly? No, my brothers and sisters, He is God. He is God. Hallelujah. He's commanded me. And He takes those commandments. Listen, He takes those commandments very seriously, even if I don't. So when I see someone like Moses, now again, I'm not trying to get you to fear for your salvation, but let's just say this. Say you're a serious Christian. You truly are born again, but you're missing the mark or there's something, a place in you where you're compromising a little bit. My brothers and sisters, 
Listen, you're, you're, maybe you're, 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 you're coming short of the blessings because there's this thing and you're just not gravitate. You're just not, it's just not strong in you enough. And you're not, my brothers and sisters, I'm not saying to you that, oh, do this and God is going to reward you. No, no, I'm saying follow what God asks you to do. Obey His commands. And what, look, here's the most important thing in your life. That God be glorified. God is to be glorified in your life. I was going to read to you out of Corinthians where, remember when we studied Corinthians together and the, and the Apostle Paul was talking about them being divided, right? And he said, look, everybody has their part. You know, you could do this, I'm going to do that, but God brings the increase. God is the one who brings the increase. God is the one who is glorified. Anything that happens, Moses wasn't supposed to be glorified. That's part of the that's part of the law that, that's part of the Pharisees and the scribes. That's part of the problem. You know, Moses and Abraham. No, Jesus, your Messiah, God is standing right in front of you. My brothers and sisters, we can't do that. We can't. Well, Jesus is my homeboy. No, he is God. He's God. He's to be taken seriously, and he's to be glorified in my life. Moses knew that. All of his life, from you know, after he was got with God, out from the backside of the mountain, Moses knew that the rest of his life. Amen. Watch. But he had the New Jersey rise up in him. That time he was so frustrated. Well, don't let that rise up in you. Don't let those things tear you down. Don't let those things rob you of your peace, your rest. Come on, the blessing that God has for you. Don't let those things do that. Amen. Stand with me, please. So listen. Here's 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 what we're gonna do. And, and listen, I don't want... Don't be so spiritually gigantic. Listen, let's pray together. I'm telling you, I need areas... I need to be able to show... There's some frustrations that I have in me. I'm telling you. I'm being honest with you, my brothers and sisters. I'm not... Um, uh, I don't have any aughts with anybody. I just don't... I'm just frustrated with the situation. Is there anyone else? Amen. Amen. So, so let's, let's pray together. Come on. Come on. And if you can't listen, if you can't stand, that's okay. Sit in the front row. That's okay. Hallelujah. And whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever it is, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. No, you, 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 you all can sit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hey, listen. Guys, you know, you, know, you know why you're here. You know why the Holy Spirit moved on you to be here. You, you know that, right? Amen? 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 Listen. Mitch, play, any, play um, Holy Spirit, whatever that song was. Just, just let that play. Listen. I don't, I, I, we're going to play the song just to just keep that. But don't, don't start singing the song. No, no, no. While the song is playing, pray to God and whatever He has, whatever He's laid on your heart, the reason why you're here, if you want to say it out loud, great. If you want to say it under your breath, great. But say it. Confess it to God. Amen? I'm not saying you're in deep sin. No, this is, might be the thing, though, that's keeping you from receiving the blessing, from entering His rest, experiencing His peace. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. 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 
Father, recall your commands and fulfill your word and glorify you in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Let the words of my mouth 
and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. God bless you. Go in peace.